got a big red cherry nose. Santa's got a big red cherry nose. Who laughs this way? Ho ho ho. Santa laughs this way. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. Cherry nose. Get on it. Sue that's red. That's the night. Here that's right. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the In Real Deep Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Cimino, senior writer at InRealDeep.com, and with me, as always, is executive editor Andrew Johnson. Hello, Andrew. Season's greetings. Season's greetings. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, crazy Kwanzaa. We are back for another round of holiday episodes. If you remember from last year, we did several of these as well. We talked about a few movies, and we had a special guest who was really the catalyst and the driving factor behind our Christmas adventures and our holiday adventures. And he is back again, Sam Johnson. Andrew's brother is here. Hello, Sam. Hello, folks. How's it going? (laughs) You were you were a fan favorite. You were beloved by Andrew and myself, and by I think almost all of our listeners. And we yeah. have been plotting this one for a very long time to get it going. And I'm so happy we got it uh, coming I, together. I was going to say, based on our download numbers for last year's, other than Arthur Christmas, uh, <laughs> we should just turn the In Real Deep podcast into like the equivalent of the Hallmark movie channel, starting like November. We should just do a Christmas movie a day. Sam, your appeal was was through the roof. I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, like Andrew said, Arthur Christmas was not the most beloved episode, but <laughs> our love actually and Christmas vacation episodes are great. And I think Sam, you were the uh, the, the the really the, the the gears that were whirling and made those so special. Well, you know, Arthur Christmas continues to be underappreciated. <laughs> I don't understand why. I feel like that was part of your plan all along, was like, we're going to then besmirch it again and not pay it enough love, and that would further give you more ammo to push it as a as a hidden gem of the Christmas variety. Yeah, I've already watched it. You watched it already on, on, on it's it's November 24th, everyone listening, so you've already, you've consumed our the Christmas already. In, this it, part of yeah. I now own it on multiple platforms. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not watched it have you steve I, no I, I probably will never watch it ever again and, and delightfully in that regard but don't, don't speak too soon that's true that is the that's the crux of this episode for everyone listening is that we have tasked sam again to give us five christmas movies five holiday movies i don't want to limit it to just christmas though i suspect that may be the way it works out, but eight crazy nights is gonna yeah. Be- <laughs> eight crazy nights. If that's what Sam chooses, Sam is the boss. Sam, we do. Andrew and I have no idea what Sam is going to present to us. We've given him some recommendations and some thoughts, but ultimately, at the end of this episode, Sam is going to unveil the schedule for this year's holiday episodes of the Unreal Deep Podcast. And I think we are equal parts terrified and intrigued to find out what he has in mind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think you should be. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot this year that you're going to like, but also, uh, same as last year, there's going to be a lot that you don't like as well. So, for me. Andrew, how do you, how, how are the last year's episodes sitting with you? As everyone may remember, we watched Arthur Christmas, Love Actually, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. How do those sit with you, and what are you expecting from Sam's unveilings this year? So... I mean, Arthur Christmas is fine. I mean, that's just a very disposable movie. Sorry, Sam. Um, <laughs> uh, I think the one for me that, like, you know, 
left a mark with other like so you know we share these this stuff on facebook and like i had some like co-workers who and actually steve you're a former co-worker of mine so you you would know you would know like worker andrew like he's not he's not really into the drama like very laid back very mild-mannered very quiet yes um and i think <laughs> after the love actually episode last year there were like s- several of my colleagues who listened to that and they were like taken aback a little bit <laughs> by the uh, the gear I had, which by the vitriol who, that you were exhibiting towards that. Yeah, film. I mean, people who know me. I mean, Steve, in some ways, the, uh, this podcast and our blog was born out of a drunken debate about the Simpsons movie in Portland <laughs> during a DrupalCon uh, show, um, which uh, is just that's a perfect thing to say it uh, on a on a podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, and so, you know, you knew that about me, obviously a long time ago, but for some of my colleagues, even though I've been working with them for a while, I think the love actually, uh, episode is sticking around with me. And that was also the first time I'd actually seen that movie all the way through. And, um, so I had a lot of things to say about it and still, still, still pretty angry about that movie. (laughs) And we may get a chance to be angry about it again. Who knows? Before we get too far, I know you guys have some very choice <laughs> options here. We're going to do our beverage of choice segment. We are going to talk about what we're consuming as we get ready for the holiday season. I have nothing seasonal at all. I should have. I did not plan ahead. I have an Angel City IPA. It's a local brewery right here. It's actually right down the street. And I just bought a six-pack of their beer, and I'm enjoying that. And I promise as we get further along, especially to match what you guys are probably about to unveil, I will come up with some fun holiday options. But I'm very intrigued to hear what the Johnsons are consuming as we record. Before I shared, is it hard to get in the holiday season in Los Angeles? Like, I just feel like it's it, it's not a, like, I, yeah, like here, it's like you flip a switch, you know? It's all. Like, it was thanks. it was 68 degrees and sunny today, and <laughs> yeah. I was wearing a t-shirt, and so I think Sam would would cry and hate every moment of it. But I love the lack of. I don't. I've had. I'm from the East Coast, as you know. I've had plenty of winters. Mm-hmm. I've had plenty of holiday cheer. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying the little break right here. I don't know if that is universally shared by everyone I'm talking to at the moment, but I don't mind a little warmth and some pool in my November. But it is definitely not very Christmassy. You can make it Christmassy, but it's not prevalent. It's not everywhere. I mean, there, there's only so much that like light Christmas lights on a palm tree can do, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we, Sam and I like our our um, grandmother on my mom's side. She lived in Southern California, so we want to go out there for Christmas every other year, pretty much. Um, I, I kind of knew the answer, but I just had to ask for the listeners. Um, it's good for the, it's good for yeah, the listeners now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we got to get this thing to thirty minutes long. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am I am drinking a, a a drink I associate with the season, although it doesn't necessarily have a, a Christmas bow on it. Um, I told the guys before we got on here that I I brought a whole bottle of this upstairs, which sounded intimidating. Um, it's a it's Bailey's salted caramel. Uh, and I just love Bailey's this, well, I love Bailey's at all times of the year, but, uh, especially in, uh, the Johnson family, Bailey's is a big, big drink, drink around the holidays. Um, and I, I highly recommend the salted caramel variety. Very strong, AJ. Very strong. <laughs> and one last thing about, about Southern California is that I think that we, when we would visit AJ, there was always Disneyland to go to. And Correct. just like, uh. It's like a, an oasis in the middle of a sort of Christmas desert out in yeah. California. And so that, that really helps. So, Steve, if you're looking, 
for a little Christmas spirit, and I know you probably are. <laughs> you know what? I'm not yet, but as we talk more and more on this, I'm going to, I think, you know, through osmosis, I'm just going to absorb some of your Christmas spirit, so I probably will want to go in a little bit. Yeah, Anaheim can't be that far, right? So, I can take yeah. the train. It's right there. I've never been to Disneyland either, so if there's, I couldn't think of a better time to go than, than right now. So maybe that actually does seem like an enticing option. The only problem is everyone else goes this time of year. That's You're better true. off going in like February and when you can just ride all the rides you want. But, but I gotta hey, do it for Sam though. Yeah, yeah. To get hey, in the spirit. You don't need to be a Disney hipster. Okay, <laughs> you go have fun at Christmas at Disneyland. Okay, I will. I promise for you, buddy. All right. Okay. So what I'm drinking is I'm drinking a Beguile Christmas ale. Beguile is a Chicago brewery. Uh, it's also down the road. Um, they make a very fine Christmas ale. Uh, with cinnamon and a little bit of bay leaves, I guess it's brewed with, which is fantastic. And then I have a sidecar of eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam, can I ask, do you like you know, like Christmas ales? Obviously, have Christmas in the title. Do you like them because you like them, or do you like them because they're Christmas-oriented in, in, in flavors and such? You know, Steve, you asked me a similar question last year about <laughs> like whether I can, whether I actually view Christmas movies as actually good and it's so hard to just to separate out uh, the feeling of the season from what I'm <laughs> But what if someone just attaches, like sometimes what if a corporation just puts Christmas on something? Like, does that increase your interest, you know, to a certain extent? Or do you recognize that some of them are cash grabs and some of them are genuine? Like, how do you parse those out? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, can i just say something about christmas ales if i can interject here as the as the person in the family who clearly got the short end of the christmas jeans um (laughs) christmas ales are in my book are like the best the best seasonal um collection of of craft beers um they're they're less uh they're less one note there's much more variety in them they still have a lot of the like odd spices that are done during the fall like i i'm so tired of like everyone doing a pumpkin beer yeah um, but i will try like any christmas ale and i like i really like that 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 breadth of them like i mean one of the great one of my favorite ones is is not really even super spicy or associated with the holiday season but is the sierra nevada fresh hop celebration yeah. ipa that's like one of the best ones uh, they're my favorite um of all of them of all the seasonal ones around here so i think that's actually a pretty good point yeah pumpkin is is a pretty one note it's just pumpkin but christmas does offer you the variety to mix it up a little bit so okay that's a very good you you sort of retroactively explained not for sam but in place of sam why that why that might be an actual good choice that we can all get behind so well i mean they're much like you know there i i will say there's probably a little more texture in christmas movies than in horror movies maybe i don't know uh, actually, that's probably that. That's probably not true at all. Um, I don't know what I just. <laughs> we'll see. It's <laughs> not true. I just that's watched the Christmas true. movie. I don't want to say I just watched it because I don't want to spoil it in case Sam doesn't pick it. But I just watched the Christmas movie, a new Christmas movie, and it was very terrible and very rote and very awful. But I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna reveal what it was. I'm gonna let Sam do his thing, and we can address it if it comes up uh, in a future episode. But yeah, nuances definitely not maybe their specialty in terms of the christmas and holiday genre or with horror movies (laughs) or with horror movies either no no neither one all right so let's go sam so as we stated you are giving us five movies you were a little 
you gave us you threw us a little curveball before we started recording and these may not be five <laughs> feature films but i believe they we will be producing five episodes for our adoring audience let's talk a little bit how did you come upon these movies i know you you put a lot of care into this whole process of thinking about it what this year was your sort of recipe for crafting the movies you're going to avail to us in a little bit well um so there were a couple that i just like I couldn't not include this year um, for reasons which shall be revealed shortly. Um, but yeah, so there are a couple that, that just sort of like, you know, you're, they're your first ballot hall favorite, so to speak. Um, <laughs> this podcast. Uh, so let's set those aside for a moment. Um, so essentially you, you remember all my themes last year. Um, as genres and subgenres, uh, I'm sure that all of our uh, adoring listeners remember all the subgenres. Um, but I really wanted to focus on a, on a singular theme this year, um, which is given uh, you know where the country is right now. I think a very a very uh, apropos thing to be doing, and uh, that is the, our theme this year is going to be the war on Christmas. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay, interesting. Um, can, you, can you elaborate on on what that means to you, as opposed to, or does it mean what it means to the general populace? Yeah, I would love to to oh. hear a little more on that subject. Yeah, Steve, uh, I'm not a monster. Okay, so it doesn't mean what it means to uh, the talking heads on Fox News. Uh, um, but uh, for me, you know, when I think about Christmas movies, uh, holiday movies generally, um, you know, I, we, t- we touched on this a little bit last year, but like, you know, sometimes there's an antagonist, sometimes there isn't. Um, and sometimes that antagonist is working against, you know, individual characters. But for these movies, I really wanted to focus on movies where, the antagonist or the forces that were going on in the plot of these movies was like directly acting uh, against Christmas, right? Mm. So they, where these antagonists are literally waging a war on Christmas through their actions and words. Um, and so I think we got an interesting slate uh, thing. So like, you know, a, an example that, I sort of played around with in my head, but didn't include is home alone. Right. Because home alone is like, you know, clear antagonists, uh, Marvin Harry, but, uh, they're really fighting Kevin. They're not fighting Christmas spirit. Right. And so uh, obviously I love home alone. I would have loved to watch it, but, um, it didn't really fit with, uh, with the theme I was going for. Um, so let me know. So yeah, so really true antagonist against uh, against Christmas is what we're going for. All right, I like that. I I think that is. I, I appreciate the thoughtfulness that went into choosing such a theme, and I also appreciate the clarity. So we know <laughs> that you are <laughs> you're coming at it from a productive and uh, beneficial way. So I like that as well. Thank you. Also, I can just troll all of our subscribers by titling these The War on Christmas Part 1. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, th- this episode yeah. is 100% going to be called The War on Christmas. And it may be one of our highest downloaded ones. So, yeah. And if they have people of issues, they can talk to Sam. We'll give out his email address and it'll be easy. 
Or they could just not follow, fall for the, the obvious ploy and just listen to the episode for the, the definition of the war on Christmas. <laughs> All right, Andrew, are we ready to go? Are we ready to hear his lineup? What do you think? Uh, I mean, I would say yes, because if, if this goes on too long, I'm going to finish this entire bottle of Bailey's by myself and <laughs> fall down on the floor. Um, it, Bailey's is just very way too drinkable. Yeah. Uh, and potent. I mean, it's, it's yes. Yeah. 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 I'm like feeling it. I've had like two glasses, two tiny glasses. Um, yeah. So I think we better, I think we better right. dispense with the pleasantries and get into this before I, Sammy, I keel let's, over. Go. let's go. Let's uh, go. Try and do them in the order in which you want us to consume them, obviously. And then we will put them out appropriately. Okay. So again, we have the two wild cards as well that are sitting outside of this. Okay, so it's a three. So, so it's a three movie theme, and then two just other ones you just could not put in there. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Exactly. So, okay, so I'll start with uh, our, st- our, our. I'll start with our theme. Okay, so the first set, the first episode, I guess, focus on. So we're gonna watch original Grinch, the Boris Karloff thing, the Jim Carrey. Movie. We're gonna watch three Grinches. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna discuss them as one, as as one entity. So the idea is to do like a comparative analysis of of the Grinch, <laughs> uh, given that he is like, I mean, he he's pretty quintessential uh, in terms of in terms of an enemy of Christmas. Uh, and so, but what I really want to do with this is really sort of interrogate who the Grinch is uh, and look across the canon of Grinch films. <laughs> and ask, the Grinchiverse. Ask, yeah, the Grinchiverse. Nice. And, and ask some, you know, like uh, some very important questions like who wore it best? Like who has the best Grinch costume? Um, Okay. Most that is that so, is so this is one episode for for the, this? Yeah. I know it's aggressive, guys. You know Andrew has two child two young children at home that he needs to well, feed and take care of. I've seen the one in the theater, which is the big challenge. That's uh true. and Anna has watched the the Boris Karloff one four times this week, maybe I think. So we're we're <laughs> okay. good. So I'm the one who um, suffers as a result of you're this. You're the one who and you have the <laughs> You have the least on the line here, Steve. Oh, you're going to have to go spend money. I was going to say, stuff. Sam, can I Venmo you for the Grinch ticket? That would be great. <laughs> I, was, I was literally going to offer you the, uh, to Venmo you for... <laughs> I actually, I, I have a free movie ticket at the Regal down the street, so actually I'm going to use it on this. So we, I think we are going to be squared away, but I appreciate it. I can't thing... save you from the awkwardness of going to the Grinch alone <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Sam, you're the boss. If that's what's happening, I think that's what we got to do. So, the Jim Carrey Grinch, I'm pretty sure, is on Netflix as well. So Ooh, there's a... there we go. Okay, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I know we're gonna we're all gonna struggle with that one, guys. But uh... yeah, I'm not excited about that. We're gonna get through it. It is. I do appreciate the comprehensiveness <laughs> of watching all three because it will sort of allow us to track the evolution of the Grinch character, which I believe Andrew is is being mellowed a solid amount in its current iteration. But we can yeah, see I... the real Grinch as he was meant to be, which is a big old butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, 
if I may plug my review on our website, <laughs> inrealdeep.com, I actually delve into some of the comparison between the the new one and and the Boris Karloff narrated one. Uh, I completely ignore the Jim Carrey one, as I think is the right thing to do. Um, <laughs> but obviously, <laughs> that was, we will not be allowed a, to do that for. That was an longer. effort in vain, I guess. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Not letting you get away with that one. Uh, <laughs> All right, oh so that's so that's one. That's, okay. that's one. That's three. And we asked you if these were features, by the way, because you hinted at this before, and you said no. But they are. Those are all features. So you you lied no. first off. So that's that's yeah. not a good start. The Boris Karloff one is like a half hour. Okay, that that's is not. Fair. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. two features well, and, a, and a two short. Features. Yeah. Two features and a short. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the Jim Carrey one is painfully long. It's like right. an hour. I will. Oh, I will openly admit. I'm not going to watch that intently. I'm going to have that in the background while I like clean the floors or water the plants or something. So, <laughs> just so you know, for the record, anything but actually having to sit down and watch it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's one down. What else you got? Okay, great start. Great start. <laughs> uh, so the second one, um, which I think is, uh, I'll be interested to see how you guys respond to this, but. Um, Second one is like literally just one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, not even just for Christmas. That is Elf. Mm, okay, there we and, go. And I think what's interesting, not to like, uh, not to blow up my spot for when we actually record the episode, but when I think about Elf, it's like the war on Christmas in Elf is attacking Buddy's Christmas spirit. And all the external forces are really coming after him all the time. And that is the main conflict in the film. So I'm really excited to, to see how, how that one plays out. Yeah, that's a good... I mean, I love Elf, so I can't, I can't complain about that. And there's only one Elf, so... As far as I know. I didn't realize that was going to be an element of the you know being happy process, but it sounds like it will be, so I'll take it. That's relief there. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, Elf is Elf is a great movie, so... That's a good choice. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm really, really keeping AJ happy right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're worried about that. He, is, he loves Elf. And then the third one is I really wanted to like kick it to the OG uh, enemy of Christmas. Uh, and, but it's my favorite iteration of this story, uh, which is Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm, um, I've never seen that. That's great. What? That's why we're here, Sam. That's why we're doing this. So you can, you know, spread your wisdom and knowledge to me. So this is a very interesting well, this is my favorite christmas movie by the way M- yeah. muppet christmas carol um, sam you picked good i i love the seo value of these like this is gonna get a lot of downloads like i'm evergreen i'm very excited about all this uh, i i will say I'm, i i think having to watch jim carrey's grinch is worth getting to watch the other two um but i'm not really sure <laughs> well, hey, dude, we're also not done yet uh, well, yeah. yeah. No. So, so those are the three War on Christmas movies, then, correct? Yeah, that is that is correct. Okay. I mean, every these are Scrooge's like the OG Grinch. I mean, mm-hmm. exactly. yeah. Yep. I thought you were going to say Scrooge. I will say I was kind of bracing myself. I almost write it, start writing Scrooge, <laughs> and then you threw the not a curveball, but Muppets. I'm 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 a big Muppets guy, so this is very exciting. 
big Muppets guy who hasn't seen the Muppets. I mean, I'm a, yeah, I, know. I, I, I recognize the error of that sentiment. I'm a fan. I enjoy the Muppets. Just didn't see the Christmas. We weren't, we weren't a Muppets family, but I've become a Muppets human as I've moved forward in my I, life. I recognize Kermit the Frog in a lineup of frogs. Yeah. He's a good frog. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, I'm the best part about that movie is that Gonzo is the narrator named Charles Dickens. I, well, there's a lot of great parts about that movie, but um, yeah, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah, I was considering going with Scrooge, but uh, I tried to watch that movie. I, I watched, <laughs> watched like the first 45 minutes of that movie, and it is so bad. Wow! If you say that too, that's that's a bold like, sentiment. It was. It's just such. People a love that movie. I've I've never seen it. That's why I was kind of like, okay, I would watch that. But people seem to think it's great. I, I don't. I, I take your word for it. If you say it's not good, and it's a Christmas movie, I imagine it's genuinely not good. I mean, so I've watched six, six. Yeah, I think six Christmas movies so far this year. <laughs> that one. I mean, I've watched Christmas with the Cranks. That was better oh, than that. God. <laughs> oh. uh, I really hope that's not going to be one of these last two. I don't think it is, but please don't do that to us. That would be so good if I did that to you. <laughs> that movie, you guys would hate that. Yeah, guys, I think because we're rational human beings. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we have our two wild cards. and um, So these could be, these are just Chris movies that you think we cannot live without for this yeah, series. Exactly. Okay. Um, so the first one, Steve, this is all your input. Well, I'm not going to give all of the credit to you because, I mean, obviously I've been getting retargeted a lot for this movie. Um, but it's new. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's called uh, The Christmas Chronicles. Hey. <laughs> I'm very excited to watch it and uh, see what Kurt Russell is going bring to bring to the table. Santa. A sexy um, Santa. Sam, Sam, can I tell you that we were here with – we're here with my, my, my mom and dad. We're here. Sam's mom and dad as well. Uh, and last night, and I put that on at the very end of the night, and I fell asleep within 10 minutes. <clears throat> um, it was very poorly acted in the 10 minutes that I saw. Kurt Russell was not on screen yet. But uh, I woke up in the morning, and this is just such a classic parent thing. Uh, they were like, that movie was funny. And I was like, was it? <laughs> they were like, yeah, no, it was good. I was like, how is it good? And they're like, well, Kurt Russell did a great musical number in it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I watched this movie on, on Thanksgiving and I may have hinted in my thoughts on it earlier in this episode. It <clears throat> is, it is, it'll be a very, very fun one to talk about for sure. <laughs> well, I like that. Uh, here's the thing. Like you don't get a, like a brand new Christmas story every year. Right. And <laughs> I love I love that we're all coming into it fresh mm-hmm. without any baggage, uh, emotional or otherwise. Um, and so, yeah, I'm super excited and I expect our reactions to be very different. Based on Netflix's business model, there may be eight more Christmas Chronicle movies coming out between now and December 25th. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to make sure we all watch the same one, I guess. Yeah. Sam would Sam would consume one. every single one too. Sam, have you seen Christmas Chronicles yet? No. no. Oh wow! I saw it before. We both saw it. Well, Andrew didn't see all of it, obviously. Ten but... minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting. I've been Your waiting. restraint is admirable in that regard. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. Especially <laughs> given that I've already seen six other Christmas. Movies, 
<laughs> All right, that's great. So what's our last one? What's the final entry? Uh-oh. The final wild card. Um, and I'm very, very glad that we've kept AJ very happy up until this point. <laughs> but now we're going to make him very sad. And <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to run it back with love, actually. <sighs> And we told you that was a fair option. We told you we would watch it again. And it honestly, it, I don't know if it is our most downloaded episode, but it is up there. And it was, as Andrew noted earlier, it is probably our most discussed episode. I couldn't tell you how many people contacted me after that one and said, what God, are Facebook you talking comments. Yeah, oh. Facebook comments were vicious. The one, people were just texting and talking to me in real life and saying, you're insane, you're mean, you're, you're, you guys are awful. Like it was, it, the, the, the passion around that movie is, I, I don't understand. I don't think they've all seen it to be honest, or they don't remember it because oh, that's it's my theory. terrible. Yeah. They don't, they don't know yeah. what they're talking about. They don't actually watch it. They put it on when they're wrapping presents. That's yes. my theory. Yep. All right. <clears throat> But we'll see. But the thing that we're going to, the joy of this whole series is we're going to watch it again and we're going to, you know, share our thoughts and maybe it'll grow on us weirdly. Yeah. A year after the we'll be like a Stockholm syndrome situation. <laughs> Six years from now, we're going to be talking about how it's the greatest movie <laughs> we've ever seen. Uh, oh, Sam, I meant, and, and Steve, I meant to mention that also when my, when my dad, when I pressed my dad on liking the Christmas Chronicles, he was like, well, I don't know if you're a film critic, if you would like it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you're you're an amateur film critic, so you can't possibly yeah. enjoy this Kurt Russell Christmas movie. Yeah, I have such highfalutin uh, <laughs> expectations of film. I've gotten that from people, too. That's I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm personally just very excited. I, I, I have to say that I, last year, I went back and listened to the Love Actually episode again, and I just, I was not prepared for the vitriol that AJ <laughs> was going to spew uh, on Love So, because I think, I think, Sam, even you agree that it's not the best movie ever, right? I mean, we'll see. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm gearing myself up to defend Christmas, uh, which is, Sort of a nice tie-in. To I was going to say, are we going to be sort of metaphorically <laughs> launching a war in your mind against you at some point? I'm going to be ready for battle this time. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very ready to defend Christmas. I think you behalf. defended Christmas very adequately last time. I don't, I don't recall you, you know, letting your guard down at any point. I mean, in fairness, Steve, we did kind of crap all over all three movies. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, we like Christmas Vacation, if I remember correctly. We, I think we regarded it as a solid entry in the uh, Christmas Uber. Yeah, I, but I had some critical things to say about it, and I got, like, side texts also on that one. Not as many as Love Actually, because <laughs> I don't think we were as – we didn't come in with as, you know, guns blazing like uh, like we did on uh, Love Actually. But I, I got people who were like, who were like what? And I was like, yeah, it's all right. I don't know. Yeah. We had some sound issues on that episode too, so I'm glad people listened all the way through. Thank you, Andrew's friends, for for engaging yeah. with us despite our technical difficulties. Yeah. Th- thanks for hate listening. Yeah. You're gonna be right at home watching the Grinch, AJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I will say, Sam, we will decide on this at a later date, but I don't know if we should have the Grinch ones first because I don't. That's a that's a tall watching. I have, to, I have to watch three Grinch movies in a short amount of time. Even I, with unlimited free time, may have trouble with that. So we may alter the order here appropriately. Is that okay with you? Yeah, of course. I'll give you some time to watch okay. the Grinch. 
We'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll debate. So, dear listeners, we will debate the release schedule off of the air, and we will make sure on Facebook.com forward slash In Real Deep we will unveil the order and announce the episodes as they're coming out. So there will be plenty of advance notice and letting you know when the episodes are coming out on what dates. But I just I shudder to imagine watching, paying to watch a Grinch, watching the shitty Jim Carrey one, and then also you know, enjoying the, the classic Karloff one, which I could probably recall from memory to a certain extent, but not going to cheat, going to gonna watch everything in, in relative entirety for this, so. I mean, yeah, no che- a great week. Sounds like a great week. <laughs> no cheating. No cheating. No, no cheating. No Wikipediaing. No no uh, crib notes. No spark notes. We need to watch the entire movie. We need to soak it all up and, and, uh, and comment on it appropriately, so. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Excited! Happy holidays. There we have it. That's the. Those are the five. Well, I don't. I can't even say five movies now. Those are the five episodes that we will be putting <laughs> out on the In Real Deep podcast feed throughout December. So please reload those feeds. Keep an eye out there. Go to inrealdeep.com. Check up on us. Subscribe on all of whatever your podcast app of choice may be. And enjoy these episodes because, as you can tell already, Sam is a fervent Christmas fan. He's a fervent holiday kind of guy. And Andrew and I are a bit more curmudgeonly, which is sort of inevitable when you're up against Sam. But certainly we have that within us. And we are going to have some spirited debates on all of these films. And I will say, Sam, I'm sad you didn't pick Jingle all the way. I was really hoping you were going to. That was my only, my only, my only request of you, and you did not fulfill it, but that's okay. I know, I know. We'll get we'll get to it next year. I got I got my plan for next year already. <laughs> we can just watch it in February too, or something, and just talk about it. I'd be okay with that. That would be the weirdest. And <laughs> <laughs> twenty-one-year-old Christmas movie. Yeah, like in, in, in like how about like May? How about May? <laughs> yeah. yeah, May, yeah. July, whatever. Yeah. <gasps> Sam's okay no matter when, just as long as we're doing it. Well, that is it. As we said, those are the five episodes that are coming. Keep an eye out. Keep a download open. And we will be putting them out very consistently. We are very excited. The In Real Deep podcast is certainly a stop and start endeavor on occasion. But we are fully committed to nonstop holiday enjoyment. And please join us over and over again in December for more great holiday content from your best friends over at inrealdeep.com. And as Andrew noted earlier, his Grinch review is up there, so you can want a little teaser, a little sweet treat before we get into the main course. <laughs> Hop over to inrealdeep.com and read his review. we got plenty of other good stuff up there. The award season is starting anew, so there's going to be plenty of written stuff up there as we go. So thank you all so much for listening. We will be back all throughout December. And we'll be seeing you further on up the road. Adios. Ooh, the soon will come our way. Santa very soon will come our way. Eight little reindeers, boy, who slays.